South Africa. Acknowledge me. Teresa Kakanzi. Teresa Kanzi. The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike podcasting from Cape Town, South Africa, the most beautiful city in the country. That in English means welcome to episode 40. And hey man, I feel great, I feel refreshed because it is week four of Men's Month in South Africa and I just came back from the Men's Conference 2022 which took place from 13 to 15 February at a secret location. And I've got good news for you. I was granted an executive order to share my closing remark at the men's conference. So that's coming your way. Also, TL Tulisa is back with another hot song. And of course, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days review will come your way. And lastly, I am going to pizzo musimone about something. And that something is... How some of our peers make fun of people who go to Emalatin Tavern, right? Please remember that the podcast is available on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Also, you will find it on my Facebook page if you are based in the USA. Right, let's get into the first segment of the podcast and that is your elders were dirty. And of course, the reason why I do this is to show you that the music you listen to is as filthy as the music your elders used to listen to. And today, the proof is in this particular pudding. Monifa, Touch It, released in 1998. This is the dirty song your elders used to listen to. And without wasting any time, Mandingene Pakati inside the lyrics. Monifa says, Could you just put that thing on me so I can just freak on you and you could just freak on me? And I'm gonna give it to you all night long. 
I'ma show your body what your lips are doing wrong. Kuyueki chorus kenguku. After a chorus, Ati, slow love just feels so good to me. Could you just move it up? Cause I'm in ecstasy. I'ma give it to you all night long. I'ma show your body what your tongue's doing wrong. Oh, kuyueki chorus. Abuye again, Ati. This boy's shyness got me wet like crazy. I want you more and more when you call my name and spank me. Oh. Nantikengoku ikorus it. Do you really wanna touch it? Do you really wanna fuck with me tonight? Oh, oh, oh. And if you know how I like it, would you call my name and give it to me right? I think Lengoma Iaz Kaz, Okanya, you need an explanation of what's going on here. I feel like. It's the latter. Therefore, I'm going to give you the latter. The explanation. <sighs> what is this thing that needs to be touched? What is this thing that she wants to be touched? Is it her ears? Is it her lips? Is it her weave? What is this thing that she wants to be touched? It is none of those things that are just mentioned. Lento afuna ibanjwe. Ikumeme. It's the nookie. It's the cookie. It's the cuckoo. She wants her cuckoo, her vajayjay to be touched. This is the song that your mother used to sing along to. I feel it as sexy. Enlibela apartheid lingerie. Uyakumbula mosdati nikuwe ugubai ndoni i apartheid lingerie. Apartheid lingerie is those black tight shorts together with an ANC t-shirt that has Nelson Mandela's face on it or Jacob Zuma's face on it or Tabombeki's face on it. I apartheid lingerie lea. Umama wako. When she felt sexy. She used to play the song Okriba Anibela Apartheid Lingerie. Hi Chonga, our elders were horny little beasts back then. This is in 1998. They were horny little monsters. The proof is in this song. Let me go back to the lyrics. Oti. Slow love just feels so good to me. Could you just move it up? Cause I'm in ecstasy. I'ma give it to you all night long. We have. So that part is telling you and I that our elders back in 1998 used to love those slow strokes. But Okuba. She is about to reach Mount Everest and climax. Ebe Felicia la ecstasy. Afune the guy to just move it on up. Nance, it's in there. It's in the song. It's in the song, Leno Di Tetayo. It's there. I am just translating it for you in a way that you will understand better. Another filthy part about this song, Hile, Hile, listen to this one, it. This boy's shyness got me wet like crazy. 
I want you more and more when you call my name and spank me. Sis, abazali betu. Namanyala, I same WhatsApp group. What is this thing that is wet? It is her vagina. It is her nookie. It is her cookie that is wet. Why is it wet? It's wet because of this boy's shyness that has got her crazy. Imagine getting wet just by looking at a boy who is shy. Aga say weak man. A weak, 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 weak. And how about this part, Ati? I want you more and more when you call my name and spank me. Imagine. Kuko amanyala apinde atijaniswe net gender-based violence. Trivago is a girl who sleeps around in different guest houses. She never displays herself in a home, but in different locations. So, no, I don't want her number. No, she won't get my money. No, I won't check her in. No, she a hotel queen. No, I don't want a Trivago. Trivago is a girl who can get no love from me. Always hanging around in different hotels Trying to hustle blessers I don't want a Trivago Trivago is a girl who can get no love from me Always hanging around in different hotels Trying to hustle blessers Trivago No Trivagos No Trivago I don't want a Trivago Trivago Stay away from Trivagos No, I don't want a Trivago Trivago is a girl who can get no love from me Always hanging around in different hotels Trying to hustle blessers I don't want a Trivago Trivago is a girl who can get no love from me Always hanging around in different hotels Trying to hustle blessers Thank you. 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 Chairman of the Men's Conference, CEO of the Men's Conference, CFO of the Men's Conference, COO of the Department of Isitembu. COO of the Department of Girlfriend Allowance CEO of the Department of Nyatsis Honorable and Distinguished Men of South Africa We have survived and triumphed yet again from a challenging year. We didn't succumb to counter-revolutionary forces that want us to fall into the trap of wasteful expenditure called Valentine's Day. These forces come disguised as love. Godwa, it's a ploy. 
by Lagenda who want to make everything about themselves. But we saw through the veil of Ukupeja and we didn't allow these foreign forces to enter the borders of our bank accounts. <clears throat> My esteemed men, after two and a half days of countless plenary sessions, fruitful and fun activities, and deliberations, together with a keynote address by our distinguished guest, Mr. Simon Levy, I am happy to announce the adoption of the following resolutions of the Men's Conference 2022. Number one, if Akana Mali Yokuza Neyobuya, then she must stay at home and quarantine her wallet for 14 days. Number two, if Akabeji but wants you to bend over backwards and deliver for her on a silver platter, then let her go. Makambe. Makambe. Number three, if she cannot pay 55% of the budget for a vacation, then you go to the vacation with the other woman who can do so. <clears throat> My daughter, we didn't come to this conference to play PS5. We came here to do serious business. Which brings me to resolution number four. We have agreed to impose a lifetime ban from attending the men's conference and a prison sentence to any member seeing twerking for opportunities or anything of materialistic value. Such acts are not welcomed here. <laughs> lastly, 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 Matot, lastly. Number five. We thank the Department of Girlfriend Allowance for their diligent work in formulating a reasonable margin for the girlfriend allowance. As such, we have resolved to a 15% reduction in the monthly girlfriend allowance for the next five years, with the option to review after two years of implementation. So, Honorable Madota, if you gave her 500 rand or 2,000 rand or 5,000 rand girlfriend allowance 
on 31 January, she will get 15% less on the 28th of February, 31st of March, and 30 April, Jalonjalo. And Asichik, two Asichik, Sizobetangalonje. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Gentlemen, we have adopted this resolution because as honorable men who advocate for gender equality in society, we cannot further allow the objectifying of the vagina for economic gain. Honorable and distinguished men of South Africa, as I now formally declare the 2022 Men's Conference a resounding success, I would like to close with the legendary words of our first Hall of Fame inductee, Mr. Nelson Holisasa Mandela. Ikuku Aina Price tag. I thank you. Oh, Kuku, Aina Price tag. Oh, Kuku, Aina Price tag. Oh, Kuku, Aina Price tag. Oh, Kuku aina price tag wa shumandela kubalante libake wati ikuku aina price tag wa shumandela kubalante libake wati ikuku aina price tag Kuku aina price tag Kuku aina price tag Amanda Awe tu Ikuku Aina price tag Are you about to host a party at a club, chisanyama or restaurant and you want to DJ with mad skills? Well, book Tulisa Kanzi for a lit DJ performance and hear something like this. Email tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started. Reminder to change your undies. Set. Alright, it is 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days Review. It is Season 5, Episode 6. And we got introduced to Ben. Ben is 52 years old from the USA. And he is apparently with a 24-year-old mahogany. Ben is a divorcee. And in this episode, he told his friends about Mahogany 
and that she doesn't like to video call. As a result, he then asked her to send him a video of her. <laughs> I am not laughing. Now, the video was short and she said, Hey, my name is Mahogany. And that was it. It was like five, six seconds. That was it. Ben then introduced us to his children and his ex-wife. He said he has a cold relationship with his ex-wife and he told his kids about Mahogany. They asked to see a picture of Mahogany <laughs> and his daughter said it looks very, very fake. A few moments later, Ben did tell us that at some point he did get catfished before. So now I am asking myself, could it be happening again? And judging from what I saw, Ben is definitely being catfished, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. The writing is on the freaking wall, bro. It is on the freaking wall. And by the way, it's not the first time that someone is being catfished on 90 Day Fiancé. Um, I remember a few seasons ago, there was a middle-aged woman, African-American, who got catfished by some Nigerian dude. And he had her nudes. Okay? So it's not the first time. And yo, I just feel like Ben is being catfished here. And you can see, everyone around him feels the same way too. That yo, bro, you are being catfished. Dad, you are being catfished. This woman looks fake. But you know how it is, man. Sometimes when you advise someone about something to make them aware and see the red flags, they don't want to see that. They are blinded by love. And then, Now, let me move on to a couple that really, really interests me a lot. That is Mike and Jimena. If you remember in the previous episode, she told Mike she can't have kids anymore due to surgery. And now in this episode, Mike was still upset about the whole thing. And then Jimena said one of the reasons she took that decision was because she was disappointed with men. Alright. She then asked Mike, if he now regrets coming to Colombia. And he said he doesn't know. Now something striking happened after that. That was when Jimena emotionally blackmailed Mike by using her kids to soften him up. And guess what? It worked. She then agreed to no more secrets. But later on, after Mike booked a resort for a few days, she revealed another secret. And she told Mike that she once had a relationship with a Sicario. A Sicario is a hitman. And you could see that Mike was just gobsmacked by the whole thing. And guess what did Jimena do? She pulled a puppy face. You know when, 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 when a woman is in the wrong and she pulls that puppy face? Now, that ish doesn't work on me, a guy who's got experience with women. But that ish worked on Mike because Mike doesn't have experience with women. Remember, before he mena, Mike wasn't in a relationship for 20 years. So, 
when Jimena pulled that puppy face, Mike was like, okay, no, okay, it's fine. Uh, yeah, okay, 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 baby, I, I, I understand. You know? Because he, he's inexperienced. As inexperienced as he is, the new secret worried him. And then he felt like with Jimena, there's always one thing that leads to another. He feels like more secrets are going to come. My biggest worry with Mike is that his inexperience with women clouds his judgment. Mike is going to be dribbled here. Uhi mena uzohamba no Mike straight. Now, if I was in Mike's shoes after being told those humongous secrets, el grande secrets, I was going to keep my cool. Dikribe indoye resort. After Indoye Resort, I go back to America and never ever again communicate with Jimena. Now, let me move on to another couple that has been giving us a lot of content ever since the new season of 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days, and that is Caleb and Alina. As you already know, the couple has been having sex, and Mike said, that the sex was a lot of fun. Alina, on the other hand, said she was nervous and the sex wasn't what she imagined because at times it was awkward due to Caleb's inexperience with a little person. After she said that, I was like, girl, you need to see through the BS. This guy does not feel you. He really does not feel you, girl. This guy is just leading you on. This guy is just experimenting with you. You need to see through the BS, girl. You're going to get yourself hurt. Uzo hurtwa. Anyway, later on, she met up with her bestie, Elijah. And of course, she spilled the tea about the sex she had with Caleb. Now, let me throw a plot twist and say to you, I saw a look of disappointment in Elijah's eyes when Alina told him about the sex and I strongly feel that Elijah has a crush on Caleb. Maybe you noticed this too. There was just disappointment in his eyes. You know when someone is, is disappointed and they try to hide their disappointment and get body language? But you look into their eyes and you see, man, this person is disappointed. The eyes like always tell the truth. That's what I saw in Elijah's eyes. All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints. No, the North Africans, they are always bullying everybody. Always. They bully referees, they bully everybody. They don't want to lose. They are going to lose tonight. We beat them fair and square. Do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the, with the referee's mistake? The Baroka players disrespected Madisha, which was not good. And most especially is the players who are on the bench, who are sitting there, They're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst they are sitting in the cold there in the stands. So, what are you being so moaning about? The mocking of Emale Dean patrons is what I am Pizzo Musimoning about. Now, on the surface, it may look like it's just a joke. But when you look beneath the surface, you will see 
that the mocking of people who go to Emaleitin is an act of classism. Emaleitin is a tavern in the Eastern Cape, Paikaibekh, where all kinds of people go there to have fun. Going through the trending pictures, you will notice that the people who comment and share such content are from outside the area of Emaleitin. It is mostly people who live in urban and metropolitan areas, just like you and me, that make fun of patrons Zasemaleitin. They are just totally looking down on their social status. They laugh at the fashion, the makeup, the drinks, and they body shame people who go to Emaleitin. You've seen this happen. Maybe you are a culprit. Jokes aside, Tina Singabandabamnyama in South Africa as the majority population. Most of us, and when I say most of us, 98% of us, come from a previously disadvantaged background. We know the plight of being poor. We know how it feels like to not afford things. So why is it that we are making fun of people who are less fortunate than us? It is evidently clear from the pictures that the people who go to Emaleitin are less privileged than we are. They probably go there to let loose, to forget about their worries, to forget about their poor conditions. The same way that our grandparents and parents used to do during oppression. They lived in poor conditions. They had no water. They had no electricity. But from time to time, they would find a way to get some kind of silver lining to have a social gathering so that they can forget about their oppressed situation. And then eventually after 1994, a lot of black people started to climb out of those poor situations. It kept on happening for years up to the point that we're in right now, where in South Africa, we have a ballooning black middle class. Low black middle class is you and I. We live in urban and metropolitan areas. We managed to get ourselves out of those poor conditions. So why is it today that we seem to have amnesia and not understand Uguba, the people who attend Emaleitin are going through a hard time in their lives? They are just looking for fun. And let's just let them be without making fun of them, without making a mockery of them. And we should all know, Ugba, this life thing is tricky. It is very tricky. Today you find yourself in urban and metropolitan areas. You are classified as a black middle class person. Next thing, tomorrow, you are poor. That's the sad reality anyone in South Africa can face. So, I mean, come on. We can't make a mockery. We can't make fun. We can't judge people who go to Emaleitin to let loose, let their hair down and just forget about their worries.
Surely, as the black middle class, we can do better. So please, man, dear child, by yekin abantu abaya emalatin to have fun in peace without you making fun of their fashion, their makeup, the drinks they buy, and to just stop body shaming them. Please. Now this brings me to the end of episode 40 of the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. Thank you very much for tuning in as always. We shall do this again next week for episode 41. Remember whatever you do, do not lose the child in you. Adios amigos and bonito damas.